Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns, and get this, you can save up to 30% off with code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any Graduate Hotel location, anytime up to 30% off. So, here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man, who was called Mal Evans, who was on roadie, and uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. We're broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. Call 888-FARMERS to switch. You can save an average of $470 on auto insurance. That's a lot of money for a quick phone call, don't you think? Average nationwide savings. Survey data July to December 2020. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. It, 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 when you win seven Super Bowls, You'd like to think it's like your kids. You love all of them. But some are more special than others. And I, I got to tell you, I, it's not just because of recency bias, but the ability to go to a place that didn't have great culture, hadn't had a 10-win season in years, had a coach who kind of ran a loose ship, and you go in there, and there were times in which it just looked like, man, they, it was not. 12 games in, it did not feel like it was working. To then turn around and win a Super Bowl, and look, I can pick apart how good uh, Breeze was when they beat Breeze, and if not for a fumble, but he beat Breeze, he beat Rodgers, he beat Mahomes. Of course, he doesn't take a snap on the defensive side of the football. What Tom Brady did, though, is it's what it's about. We make it about so many other things, you know, and yards and third down completion percentage and red zone and did you win the game or did you lose the game there is a reason we keep score and that guy he wins he wins he's won as a bit piece as a rookie um he's won as the 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 signature piece at times in in new england and then this one was more about leadership than than anything else 
Let's bring in Matt Chatham, three-time Super Bowl champion, Nesson analyst. What's your reaction to Tom Brady winning his seventh Super Bowl? Well, Doug, uh, I would just say, you know, happy for him. But there's a sort of side of you that wants to be surprised, and there's a side that says, how in God's name could you be surprised? <laughs> you know, because the, the, whole, the whole thing with Tommy is just how he sort of manages life, not just any particular team, not even just his career. It's just everything he's been about as he's grown, as he's gotten older, leads to moments like this. And, and it's not as if there is one penultimate. It's, we're not like sort of as this is the moment. It's just as he reaches one, then he goes to the next one. And he's sort of become, and I say this in an affectionate way, this is not a negative connotation, but almost robotic. You know, uh, where it's there's a goal, and he's teaching the people around him how to reach that goal. There was a lot of commentary about that in post game from players, from their interviews, from social media stuff, uh, from the Zoom media um, availability that they had. And they all just talked about how he just tried to build guys up in those last moments. And I know it sounds corny and a little bit, you know, sort of trite, but that stuff counts a lot. You know, when there's sort of a, a, a collective belief, and there's talent everywhere in the NFL. But when you have that kind of leadership, it really does make a difference. And, and that Tom has just sort of manifested himself into the best that there is at doing that kind of thing. Uh, how, how, what, what, when you played with him, what was he like? What, what are the type of things that you felt like he did that made others believe that they were better than they really were? Uh, I would say that probably wasn't that time of his career, quite frankly. I mean, he's a young buck. I mean, when, you know, we, we came in at the same time, and he's, uh, he was, it's not as if, you know, that, that 01 season was just such an unusual year. We were really a defensively-led team. You know, we had one offensive score in that game. Uh, they played mistake-free. They did everything they needed to win. We ran the football really well, protected it well. Tom threw an awesome ball to David Patton in the back of the end zone. But, you know, I don't think there would anybody on the, of those 53 that would say, you know, Tom led us to this or, you know, things like that. Uh, and even as we went through our three out of four, that was just, you know, that was a young, up-and-coming uh, gonna be the goat, but not not in that kind of realm then. Uh, but that everyone believed in. I mean, gosh, we, we you would you wouldn't have rather had another guy under center for us. That that's for certain. But it wasn't sort of a here's the masthead of the organization. Everything we do is sort of in, in lockstep with what he's thinking kind of deal. But you got the sense that that's kind of where things are now. You know, he goes down to a new place and a seven and nine team magically becomes a, a Super Bowl team. So I just think uh, in those days he was a part of it exceptional at his particular position but he's really really grown with the job obviously what was worse for kansas city that they didn't seem to have a plan for the pass rush or that they didn't adjust going in man this was one of the uh, this is uh, you know i'm obviously seeing a lot of these things and talking about a lot of these things from a, like a patriots perspective but uh, the patriots had that one uh, i believe it was a divisional game or maybe it was an afc championship game years ago against the broncos uh in the broncos eventual super bowl champion chip um and they had a really embattled offensive line the pats were out there they've got gronk in an awesome season jules has a big year uh, but they've got their right tackle playing left. They're switching out guards. The center was substituted out. I mean, it was a mess. And I think it's one aspect of the game that we spend so much time on all the other stuff, the quarterback play and the guys that are going to get sacks and the receivers and which tight end is going to catch more balls and those kinds of things. But offensive line play is, is so critically important. And it's not just who's a backup. Um, I, I kind of told the story leading into this week and, you know, with some concerns about what might happen with Kansas City with all of the shuffling they were going through. We had a guy named Russ Hochstein uh, who uh, filled in when we played the Carolina Panthers in that second Super Bowl. And Chris Jenkins, who was ultimately a teammate of mine in New York, was kind of the, uh, you know, Aaron Donald of the day. You know, he a near defensive player of the year type kind of guy as an interior dude. He just, he was a monster he was virtually unblockable and we were out our top guard russ has got a sub in and everyone's saying oh you know i think warren Sapp had put the quote out there that i knew russ when he was in tampa and he could never block christian so you know russ steps up has day of his life you know really blocks really well and we survived it and, and thrived and it was a great day but I, I thought it was a distinct a distinct situation for kansas city we're not just talking about one guy needing to fill in it was three positions and three positions sort of out of place, right? Tackle playing left tackle, other guy filling in guard to tackle another guard in the game. You know, that's, that's something that any best laid plan can't overcome. Uh, if the defense is good enough. And I think Tampa was just, just that good. 
Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, I mean, like, look, those you, when at at some point when the 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 dike has that many holes, it becomes compromised. There's nothing you can do to the town below, right? That's really kind of what it. Right. You're just you're just, you're just kind of trying to spring leaks. Um, but but there was I don't know like they left five out there. They didn't leave tight ends to chip. You know they they. They left Mahomes kind of out to his own devices. It felt like they were like, this is who we are. This is what we do. And not the, the Patriot way. One of the things that's always impressed me about the Patriot way is whatever it takes to win one game, you know, right. whatever it takes to win one game or one series, like that's what we'll do. It did feel a little bit like Kansas City was a little old school in the we're going to do what we do and we'll figure it out eventually because it has worked that way for them in the past. Yeah, uh, Doug. I think the I think the sequence before half uh, was a little bit of that, and I'm going to use another word that I don't mean it in a negative connotation because it, it's often necessary in sports. But I thought there was a decent amount of arrogance in sort of the timeouts, uh, in that you know, hey, we're you know, Mahomes is two for nine early through a couple series. He's playing not so well, and a lot of that not necessarily pressure related. But this has been a season where. Uh, the Chiefs have gotten away with in, in yeah. half a dozen games of having really bad quarters, like looking like a bad team, yes. and then turning it on and putting together you know thirty point sequences. It's crazy. I mean, that's just who they've been. But I, I think you're really up against it when you just keep doubling down and doubling down and doubling down and assuming that the unbelievable is going to happen, and you're you're finally running to the wrong team, and you're not going to get away with it. And I, and I thought they did not play well, and it, it, it's almost unfair to me to make it too much about the offensive line. I mean, I, I just thought that was an incredible challenge, but Patrick didn't play well. Uh, he didn't, yeah. and I rewatched the game this morning, and there were enough mistakes there where. You know, just you got to have your best game on the biggest stage, and 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 collectively, I don't think they did. Um, but you got to give a lot of credit to the to the box. They did. They played up and, to their best. And I think what's scary about them, and again, this is from a you know, outside that market uh, perspective, they weren't really expected to hit their stride until late. They came together late. It's a bunch of sort of a collection of new dudes getting together, and I think it's a little more scary where where those guys are going to be next season uh, because they just seem to be kind of peaking right now. The Gronk thing's pretty amazing, though, right? Like, they were barely using him to start the year, and now all of a sudden they're using two and three tight ends. And, of course, not just one, but two touchdowns. Like, I mean, it's got to be pretty um, – uh, I, I don't know how it feels like as a Patriot or if you're a Patriot fan or whatever, but to watch those two hook up in the Super Bowl twice, like, that is a remarkable thing. Yeah, I mean, think of, think of a guy like Rob who's, you know, sort of the – I think most consider him the best disposition that's ever played. Imagine like a Jerry Rice or imagine I'm trying to think of another position group or a guy that had been that has had a ton of injuries, shortly retires, returns. He's back and he's in a big time complimentary role and he's across the field from, you know, Travis Kelsey, who's one of the better receiving portions of the job anyway, tight ends that's ever played. And, you know, Rob's got to kind of hold his tongue and just take on this new role. And he's not out in the pattern as much. He's often much more off, you know, a blocker, He's not targeted a ton when he is out in the pattern. And, and you get up on the stage, and they throw in a, a, a goofy little play in it early that feels kind of like a, a the enemy play or one that Andy would roll up. All the all the run action goes in one direction. You're tunneling the tight end behind the line of scrimmage. And, oh, it's, is it Kelsey popping out the other side? No, it's Gronk. And he gets the cool little flat ball that gets him going. And then later on, you, you know, it's Tom cycling through his progressions. He's at the fourth and fifth option. Rob's running an you know, option around in the back of the end zone line, and they find one another. It's like, okay, this is like, oh, is this like 2014 or 15 or something here? And it's, it's just kind of cool. You know, the two good people uh, that sort of grinded this thing out, and uh, it all paid off for them in the end. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. He's gonna, Brady's going to come back another year. Is that a mistake? Oh, no, not at all. I, I think, you know, one of the biggest things that, that struck me of the night, I mean, in, in a crazy evening, but, you know, when you're a 43-year-old guy, no one's been in this position that he is. So this is, this is uncharted territory. But I still recall in the, the brief time with, with Brett Favre later in his career when I was in New York, or you can look at some, you know, Peyton Manning, you know, and, and when he like, sort of drug him across the line for that Super Bowl championship, we knew his arm wasn't what it had been. He'd been injured. He was fighting through it. He got another ring. But, you know, those are guys that are, you got them like a Roethlisberger thing, a mountain of ice on your shoulder and every other joint, you know, because you're, you're just holding it together. I mean, Tom looked this put together and on the podium at the end, said, yeah, we want another one. And you're just flying it through and you're not even feeling like you're talking to a guy or looking at a guy who just played <laughs> in the world's most violent sport. So I, I just think 
until there's a physical ailment, until there's some sort of hindrances as far as capability, I don't know if the, the calendar matters much. He, he seems to have made this about family. So when the family says no, that might pull the trigger, but the body's not saying anything now. So it, it, now, granted, there's an injury year or two from now, and maybe things dramatically change. But if the body keeps rolling along and the family's cool with him doing it, could be 50. I don't know. I mean, it's just it's all up to his mentality and he wants what he wants to roll with. Matt Chatham, three-time Super Bowl champion. You follow him on social media. He's, he's great. You learn so much in listening and, and watching him when he's on Nesson as well. Matt, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, we'll talk to you very, very soon. All right. Thanks, Doug. Take care, bud. Bye. Pleasure's all mine. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. It's like they're cramming a full year's worth of cash back into one of those cash-shaped birthday cards. Cash back matched only by Discover Card. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Discover something brighter. It's happened to almost everyone in the NFL at different times. Yesterday, it happened to Andy Reid and the Chiefs. I'll tell you what it is next. But first, Tommy John's Valentine's Day do's and don'ts do look like a champion in your new Tommy John underwear. Don't forget to get her buttery soft Tommy John loungewear and pajamas. Because when you're wearing Tommy John, you're that much more comfortable. So you can do everything better. That's why Tommy John's doesn't just have customers, they have fanatics. Men across America love Tommy John underwear because they keep everything in place. No more flopping or sticking to yourself and your Valentine will love that they make you look so good. Pick up a pair for yourself and give her some new Tommy John loungewear and pajamas. Valentine's success is guaranteed because 95% of women were happy to get Tommy John loungewear as a gift. Plus, returns and exchanges are free. For a limited time, go to TommyJohn.com slash Doug. Get $20 off statewide, site-wide, excuse me, including limited edition Valentine's gift sets. Go right now. Last year, they sold out in just five days. Get $20 off statewide plus shipping, free shipping at TommyJohn.com slash Doug. One more time, TommyJohn.com slash Doug. See site for details. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Buble's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? 
Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career. It was 20 years ago today. We had a big bear of a man. It's called Mal Evans. He's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs. Yesterday, Band on the Run, Hey Jude. And McCartney's favourite song in his entire catalogue, here, there and everywhere. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This was Andy Reid after the loss talking about Tampa's defense. Plant, but um, like I said, I, I could have done a whole lot better putting these guys in a better position to, to make plays. I mean, my guys busted their tail and, you know, it just didn't work for us, so... But give credit to Todd for for the job that he did. He got us. Yeah, I, I one I love that Andy Reid's like they outcoached us. Look, I thought I thought it it, it was it, there was a bunch of things that were bad. Now I I understand what Matt Chatham is saying, Byron. Stick with me on this one. I get what you're saying. Where look, Mahomes isn't playing well, and the confidence in taking the three timeouts, but. We, we we have this weird thing where we're like, oh, we love it when people are aggressive. But then when it backfires, what are they doing? Right? Now, there wasn't a ton of criticism um, with um, Tampa. Remember when they, after the, uh, I'm trying to think, how they got, they, they had a long drive on the, the Chris Jones penalty. And they got down to the, you know, one foot line on the second penalty, right? And that, that ends up becoming, there, there was a time when it becomes second down, he tried to throw to a tackle eligible. It hit him in the hands and the def- defense made a great play. And I said, like, look, you're getting cute. Like, well, it hit him in the hands. Actually, it hit him in the helmet. There's a reason he's a tackle, not a tight end. <laughs> yes, yes. There's a reason. You have three tight ends you threw to the tackle because you tried to get cute, right? Um. But I, I, I don't have a problem with calling the timeouts at the end of the first half. Do you? No. No, not at all. I, I, did, I, I agree with you. And I've always said the same thing with, you know, when it's post-game interviews or guys talking to the press. We get mad when they just say cliches. Then they say something and we get on their case or they say some, th- something of substance. You're in a situation there where if you do get a stop and or you know you get the ball back you you have the ball at the start of the second half it isn't that what you always try to do to maximize the end of the first half and into the second half yeah to half? flip it to flip yeah, the game right? absolutely absolutely so i do not i don't i don't think that that's them getting cute i think that's them trying to as you said flip the game yeah well also it's like what was our criticism of green bay 2 weeks ago well look if it's fourth down you got aaron rodgers why won't you go for it? Okay, you have Pat Mahomes. You got a chance to maybe get the ball back with some time on the clock. 
Why wouldn't you go for it? It's just the defense couldn't get a stop. That's all it really comes down to. Yeah, I, 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 as the game plays out, you're like, oh, geez, that ended up backfiring. But I don't think that that was, that was cute by any means. I think that we all thought that that would have been the case. I mean, if they get the stop on third and two with 30 seconds left, you know, Butker, for despite his you know struggles at times this year, has a strong enough leg. So sure. you know, you only have to get so far, and they've, I mean. Yeah, they've done it before. It's who they are. Yeah, I, I didn't find any problem with it whatsoever. My, my problem with the coaching is you had to know that the line was going to be an issue. And so you had to put, you had two weeks to prepare. You mean to tell me you couldn't put in more max protection sorts of schemes and been a little bit more conservative and try and run the football? You, you had to know. And then how many times have we heard, heard this about the Super Bowl? You got the extra long halftime. You're not really able to adjust, and, and they just didn't adjust. Yeah, I I also just look at who the Chiefs were the last, you know, 6 weeks of the regular season and we've we've remember what they did to Buffalo, but that Browns game was something else. In their first matchup against the Buccaneers, there was the first quarter, but after that first quarter barrage by Kansas City, Tampa came back and actually had a chance to win that game towards the end of, you know, the contest. And as we had talked about on Friday, when you look at all of the problems that Kansas City had with injuries, uh, they they don't run the football. They they can't run the football. They just choose not to. That you're going to become one dimensional against that Buccaneers defense without two left tackles. That's a tall a tall mountain to climb. That's 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 tough. I thought they got out coached. Um, I thought that, you know, you have a punter shanking punts. You got yeah. McCall Hardman catching the ball inside. He just didn't play well. The, the special teams was a mess. Like they just, and, and what's, and it's like last year they fall behind three times. Like, look, if Garoppolo plays at all in the second half last year, they lose last year. And, um, you know, you, you play with fire. Ultimately, you get burned. There's the cliche, and that's true. They've gotten behind. They've been a little sloppy. This this happens to championship teams. It happens to talented offensive teams. And I, I, they did not put their best foot forward because I'm sure they're sitting there today in Kansas City thinking to themselves, like, we were a lot better than we played. And they just – Tampa just outplayed them. Just simply outplayed them. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Let's welcome in Brian Billick, NFL Network Analyst. He joins us on behalf of X-Tech Shoulder Pads. Coach, uh, was it Tampa's defense or was it Kansas City's inability to prepare and react um, to the pressure that really was the story of the game? Well, probably a little of both, but probably more the former than the latter. I'm just going through the film right now for some clips I'm doing for the NFL Network. And uh, Todd Bowles did a brilliant job defensively in terms of, yeah, playing that shell two. They changed up a little bit of what we used to call quarter-quarter halves. It's two deep on one side, kind of three deep on the other. Clint of the linebackers, the four-man rush, being able to keep Mahomes in the pocket, the change up, a couple creative pressures. A uh, couple corner blitzes, yet still played zone behind it. I, I just thought it was a brilliant performance by the Tampa Bay defense. How could, how could though, the Kansas City, knowing that they had injuries in the offensive line, it did not feel, and this, the stats back up in terms of, uh, you know, who they left in the block, didn't feel like they should have had at least some sort of uh, feel for changing their scheme to protect Mahomes and maybe not put as many people out there in the pattern? Yeah, they, you know, and they, they, they've come to, and rightfully so, relied so much on. Uh-oh. I know that sound. That's not a good sound. Is that the, that's the, not the good sound that I'm thinking of, Ramos? All right. We'll, 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 get, we'll, get coach, we'll get coach back. That's the classic click of a, uh-oh. Uh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, the Bulls thing is interesting. You know, I, I put out there. Two weeks ago that like, again, in the was it the Jets or was it Bulls? Now, I don't think he was a great head coach at the time, but he has been a phenomenal defensive coordinator going back to going back to Arizona. All right. I'm sorry, coach. I was talking about whether or not they should have prepared more knowing that they had those flaws in their offensive line. 
yeah, I, I think they, they fell victim to, to the fact that they just rely so much on Patrick Mahomes to, to make things, you know, egg salad out of, you know, uh, something else. <laughs> Uh, Chick- chicken salad and a chicken, ch- yeah, chicken salad and chicken. Yeah. You know what? Yes, yes. right, right. You, you know where I'm going with that. Yes. But because, yeah, because because the, uh, and, and it was was amazing is uh, Tampa Bay was able to do it primarily with a four man rush, which is you're lethal. I mean, with that because Patrick Mahomes steps up. Even if you keep contained, he steps up and comes through the alleys. They even played a little two man, which I didn't think we'd see any of because Patrick Mahomes would just immediately pull it down and go. But but they didn't. So I think the combination of obviously the tackles and Patrick Mahomes, you could tell with the foot, wasn't quite a hundred percent. The combination of the two, he just wasn't able to do the damage against a four man rush with those passive zones that he normally can do, and the combination was was lethal. Uh and then there's Brady, um, who yeah. I, I thought it felt like his influence on the game plan, the offense was obvious, right? The use of multiple tight ends, um, the use of a lot of play actions, but they weren't they weren't for deep shots. They took a couple deep shots, but it it felt like whether it's a blending of the two styles or just a game plan that fit more how he knew how to play and how he wanted to win. What were your thoughts on uh, in in terms of the game plan for Tom Brady to be successful? Yeah, he, he was, and this is it, 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 it sounds disrespectful because you're talking about the goat here, but he was the ultimate game manager. You're right. It's not like he was making these eye-popping throws or he managed the game in the way that they've done so well the last month and a half of the season. Small ball, run the ball, and when you presented with the opportunity for the big play down the field, you take it. And they took a couple, but it really didn't present itself that much, and they were so efficient and running the ball. That was the probably thing that was most impressive to me was they got into that four-minute mentality early and the fact that they were able to you know, score you know, a unique to Kansas City. Normally you lose because you trade touchdowns for field goals when you get the opportunity. Well, they had the touchdowns. Kansas City had the field goals. And then the time became a factor with an offense that obviously was struggling a little bit. And so they just bludgeoned them with that running game um, and, and, and stayed true to it and just kept pounding away and then took some shots in around it, particularly to, to, uh, to Gronk. And it was just it was a perfect game plan perfectly executed um, by a quarterback that understood exactly what he needed to do to win the game. And he didn't have to necessarily throw it on his shoulders to do it. I was under the impression that Super Bowls, like I remember, remember a couple of years ago when um, there was no call in the Saints Rams game. And of course there's the, there's the famous uh, microphone of uh, Sean Payton saying that's a Super Bowl call, right? Because in the Super Bowl, the refs swallow their whistles and they let just the players make plays this was a, a pretty tightly officiated game. Was it unfairly tightly officiated from your perspective? I don't think so. You're right. Now, of course, the league will say, no, that's not true. They call the game the same, which is not true. I mean, there's no question. All you have to do is look at the numbers uh, of penalties. And, and, uh, and I know Kansas City feels like they were maligned a little bit. But Kansas City, all year long, has taken liberties with their coverage in that way. Uh, and, and I thought, you know, maybe there's a couple, that's always the case. I thought the calls were, were legitimate. I mean, the holding was the holding and the, I mean, yeah. So the, those calls aren't the reason Kansas city lost the game, although that certainly contributed to it. Uh, and I, I, I don't feel bad about the officials inserting themselves when they did it all. When, when you look at this season, not just in the Buccaneers winning, and the, the Chiefs getting there or the, 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 the Bills as competitors, you, you've been around this league for a long, long time. Um, what's the takeaway? Because it's, it's a unique year, so you don't want to use this as an outlier year. There's you know, no home field advantage. There's some others. There's no preseason, whatever. What, what to you is the takeaway of this is one thing the league is doing or trending in the league that we should pay attention to and not dismiss it as, hey, weird outlier year, and that's why we got that. Well, a couple, first, I think the league's got to take great pride in, in the fact that they, we got to this point. Uh, they're a great example for the country of go back to work, be prudent, be vigilant, deal with what comes up, but, but let's go back to work and make this thing happen. And to end up in a Super Bowl with no, no, without any argument, the two best teams, the two most deserving teams to be in the Super Bowl, um, I, I think is spectacular. 
Um, and I think the biggest takeaway, now we're talking about Tom Brady and the GOAT, I get it. But with the game spreading out and becoming more in this and for all the uniqueness and how spectacular and unique that, that uh, Patrick Mahomes is, we're sitting here with a Super Bowl champion that played great defense, ran the ball, and smart quarterback play. From the pocket. Um, from, the, yeah, from the pocket, from the pocket. Right? right? Yeah, I'm still it, it, very much a believer that in order to win consistently, but to win in this league, win a championship, you got to have a guy that can do it from the pocket. And that's Patrick Mahomes can do it from the pocket. We've seen no, that. No, 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 so no, no not, question. But they couldn't, they couldn't run the football this year, right? Uh, and their defense was, was, was better at times, but 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 not able to be dominant the way that Tampa's was, right? So it it's just interesting because we had Sean Payton on last week and he said he said almost the exact same thing. He was just like, look, uh, we're all we're all into the quarterbacks that can move. I am too, you know, but at the end of the day, they have to be able to deliver from the pocket. We have to be able to protect him. You gotta be able to run the football and you gotta be able to stop somebody and pressure the passer. Yeah. And if you can pressure the passer with four, now you really give give yourself a chance. Yeah. And and that's the takeaway that I think every team has to look at. It's amazing stuff. Uh, tell me about X Tech uh, shoulder pads. A lot, some high schools coach in the way in California. It looks like they're going to have spring football be their season because they didn't have a season. Yeah. Why X Tech shoulder pads? Well, for a lot, it's it's. I'm very proud of what we've done at X Tech. The majority of players on the field yesterday were all on X Tech pads, as is the majority of the NFL. We're the number one pad in the NFL, top uh, pad in college football, major programs, Ohio State. Uh, Notre Dame, Oklahoma. We're in the high school markets. And here's the thing I'm really proud of. You're right. All of a sudden now, we're going to have spring football. Uh, we're 100% American-made. There's been no disruption in our supply chain. Uh, we're able to deliver because of that. And and we're the next evolution of pads. In the old day, you know how it was, Doug. Big guys wore big pads. Little guys wore little pads. Well, yep. now these pads are basically form-fitted for you based on age, height, weight, uh, your position, your playing history, injury history. Uh, these are the pads that our young people need to be in, and we're up and ready to go. We're everything, like I said, 100% American made, nothing outsourced uh, with supply chain problems, which has been a challenge because on the on again, off again league, all of a sudden it's okay, we're going. We we need 30 sets of pads. We, we've been able to deliver. So X Tech pads at the top of its game, and we're very proud of that. Uh, I I I hadn't spoken to you since then. Stafford to the Rams. Are they? How much better are they? You know, I, I think it's a it's a good swap from the standpoint both quarterbacks could probably flourish where they're going. I think Matt, the thing I'm excited about for the Rams and Matthew Stafford, Matthew Stafford has been, had to have been a 650 throw every year kind of guy because they didn't have anything else. And he's now going to be with a team that he, he can be a 500 throw, 550 throw, you know, have good defense, run the ball, wrap some things around them. I'm excited for Matthew Stafford to finally be someplace where the enough of the complimentary pieces where he doesn't have to be that guy every single down. Uh, I'm going to be excited to see how this, this plays out. Yeah, it'd be really interesting. Coach, uh, congrats on another season completed and helping us with some analysis. We really appreciate it. Thanks to the folks at X-Tech for letting you come on, and uh, thanks for being our guest. Sounds good. All right, that's uh, the one and only Brian Billick, the former head coach of the Ravens, and a Super Bowl champion. What do Tom Brady and LeBron James have in common? Brady just won his seventh Lombardi. What is it? We'll find out next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip. Who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. 
And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything. Everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before, tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver Airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career. It was 20 years ago today. We had a big bear of a man. It's called Mal Evans. He's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs. Yesterday, Band on the Run, Hey Jude. And McCartney's favourite song in his entire catalogue, here, there, and everywhere. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What does the fuck say? Um, every day this time of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio, we play for you a portion of a previous show on Fox Sports Radio or Fox Sports One. This was Nick Wright making comparisons between LeBron and Tom Brady. He ascended to a level in American team sports that there is only currently, well, there was only currently one person at. And that level is, I am the system. I am the championship culture. I am the winning. Where I go, it goes. Now, some other guys maybe could have done that. We just never got to see them do it. Bill Russell, for instance. Joe Montana tried it and damn near accomplished it, but not quite. Um, yeah, I don't think that's even close to being accurate with Tom Brady with I am the system. I, I think that like 
that there's a reasonable nature to how things ultimately work out, right? Where if you just listen to Brian Billick, he's like, look, it was a very conservative game plan. He basically managed the game. I, I think where, where Brady wins is in the rep and the persona and the constant pursuit of perfection. He doesn't wow you with a ton of throws. He'll make some good throws. He'll make some bad ones. You know, the Tyron Matthew penalty doesn't look like a penalty because it was such a bad miss by Tom Brady, right? And yes, he loves throwing to Rob Gronkowski. One of the reasons he throws the tight end so much is big targets. And as you get older, what goes first is the accuracy because the feet, you know, the feet and the arm. More so than the velocity, the velocity goes second. So I, I don't think he is the system. I, 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 the, the defense dominated the game. It completely took out Kansas City from how they want to play and what they want to do and how they scare you. That's what they did. It's the same reason that I thought that the Rams could get to and win a Super Bowl because they can beat you by rushing four people. You can, you can get the quarterback. It's the same reason the Giants beat the Patriots, which... Help me out if I'm wrong, Ryan. Didn't I say that that was kind of my prediction? It was Giants, 07 Giants, Patriots all over again, where you have a high-scoring offense and a defense that can get you to a four? That's exactly what you said. So do I think he's ascended to this LeBron status of like mythological, uh, like he's a mythological character? Yes, I do. I think that's that's a reasonable hot take, if you will, which is like, when he comes to your team, you automatically expect to win, even if his talent isn't as good as it was at its peak. You're just like, that guy wins. Follow what that guy does. does do what he does, listen to what he says, and we'll be good. And that, there is the parallel. What does the fuck say? Doug Gottlieb Show, live from the Farmers Insurance, Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 888-FARMERS. You can save a whole lot of something on your auto insurance. Yes, Ryan. Isn't it also... Uh like, shouldn't the expectation be that when Brady first entered the league, right? Like, he's sort of a, a wad of clay, as they say, and then you get sort of slowly molded over time. So shouldn't the expectation be that, like, Brady took what he learned from Belichick down to Tampa Bay? So it's like, oh, Brady's the system. Okay, well, I mean... He had to learn that from somewhere. It's not like he walked off a campus at Ann Arbor, Michigan into the NFL and he's like, here's how you win Lombardi trophies. Everyone follow me. So like those experiences that he gained, even as Matt Chatham said earlier in the hour, like, look, when he joined the team, like, yeah, sure. He was Tom Brady. He was, he was a good player, but like the team was built on defense. It wasn't like they were dropping back 50 times a game and Brady's thrown for 400 yards and four touchdowns to lead them to the Super Bowl. So it's like to say that Brady is quote unquote the system. Well, he had to somewhat learn that from somewhere. And considering that Belichick had won Super Bowls as a defensive coordinator prior to ever being a head coach with the New England Patriots, you know, Belichick learned it from Parcells. Like no one ever does it simply just based off of their own talents. You learn things through other people who help mold you along the way when you're younger. You heard nature versus nurture. Yes. Right, it's nature versus nurture. Do you, is it is it born in you or is it not born in you? And you know, it's pretty obvious that um, it's pretty obvious that you know some things are just they're not. You know, some some things are. Uh, he has he has a work ethic that he's born with. Right? He, but it's also it's been nurtured. He has a level of desire to prepare and compete. But, you know, even even how he takes care of his body is not something that he used to do earlier in his life, right? So he's become all about nutrition and longevity and all these other things. Like, this has kind of changed. And I'm sure some of it is based upon what he learned in New England. Some of it is based upon, you know, self-evaluation, self, self-check, if you will. But I, you're right. We we do this thing where we have to diminish somehow diminish Belichick and the Pats because you know three ex Patriots last night were balling out. Yeah, okay. Um, obviously they developed Rob Gronkowski. They were the ones who signed Antonio Brown, and he fostered that relationship. 
music. How did you like the halftime show? Because I only watched it on on recording. I, didn't uh, watch it I would say my wife loved it, and I thought it was good. I, I'm not a huge like fan of the weekend, but I didn't have a problem with it. I was like, oh yeah, that's fun and entertaining. I was um, good with it. Yeah. No, I I'm with you on that. I I think it's it's one of those deals where you when you watch. Um, when you watch, you're like, okay, who is this for? What is it about? I'm not a big weekend guy. My kids weren't big weekend people. I did think that the whole like face mask thing is supposedly a takeoff on Hollywood types to change their faces, right? Which is weird because the weekend is a guy who everybody said he had a bunch of work, work done. That part's weird. I don't know. Tony Gonzalez joins the show coming next. He's my former AU teammate. We're just going to talk AU basketball. Or maybe we'll talk about what happened to the Chiefs. That's next on the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns, and get this, you can save up to 30% off with the code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any Graduate Hotel location Anytime up to 30% off. So here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man who was called Mal Evans, who was on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 